0: Central Christmas Tournament had the octo-header and eight broadcasts from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse to start our 27 broadcasts in five days from the 68th annual Central Christmas Tournament. It started with four girls contests on the quarterfinals of the girls bracket, and Glenn Berry has the recap on the girls side of the Central Christmas Tournament.
1: The first four games of the first day of the Central Christmas Tournament were all held in the girls bracket. In game number one, the number one seed and host team, the Central Lady Rebels took on the rebuilding Steelville Lady Cardinals Club. Central got 15 from Alyssa O'Connor, 13 from Taylor O'Connor, and 13 from Chloe Dishbein to walk away with a 61-32 win over the Lady Cardinals. While Central's offense shot nearly 50% from the field, their defense caused Steelville to turn the ball over 27 times. 22 of those turnovers came in the first half. Steelville was led by Marley Perkins and Marley Ehlert, who each had eight apiece, Blanche Halbert had six, and Abby Kreitner had five. Central now moves on to the next round of the tournament to face off against- against Festus. In Game 2 of our four-game girls' tilt, Festus took on the number 4 seed, Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers. Despite A.V.'s Braylon Turnbull scoring 35 points, the Lady Tigers used a balanced scoring attack to outlast Arcadia Valley 75-60. to 60. Festus got 18 from Sierra McDonald, 17 from Eliza Skaggs, 15 from Olivia Madden, and 13 from Liz Skaggs. Festus shot 56% from the field, while Arcadia Valley could only muster a 40% shooting Clip. Braylon Turnbull, as I said, did have 35 points to lead Arcadia Valley, but from there it was a huge drop off with Paige Newstead Adams scoring nine and Allison Gallagher with eight. Onto the bottom half of the girls' bracket with number two seed Frederick Town taking on the number seven seed Potosi. Despite being out-rebounded by the Lady Trojans, Fredericktown wins this one 47-33. Both teams shot around 30% for the game, but in the end, Fredericktown got 13 points from Ava Penuel, 11 from Gabby McFadden, 8 from Callie Algier, and 9 from Kira Francis to pull away in a close game. Potosi was led in scoring by Aubrey Wilson, who had 9, Shannon Riddle had 6, and both Sabra Brown and Laney Elder had 5. Fredericktown now faces the winner of our fourth and final broadcast of the day, the South Iron Lady Panthers. Despite scoring only four points from the field in the third quarter, the South Iron Lady Panthers turned a 13-point halftime lead into leads as big as 22 points in the second half en route to a 56-37 win over the St. Genevieve Dragons. Once again, the losing team out-rebounds the winners, but in the end, timely shooting and good defense got the win for the Lady Panthers. Anna Parker had 17, Inslee Dinkins had 16, and Peyton German had 11 to pay South Iron, while St. Genevieve was led in scoring by Chloe Staffen with 11, Lexi Warren had 6, and Bree Apt had 5. Moving forward, South Iron will take on Fredericktown in the next round, while Central takes on Festus. Once again, results of first day's action in the girls' bracket of the central christmas tournament the number one seed central lady rebels beat steelville 61 32 number five seed festus tigers beat arcadia valley 75 60 the number two seed Fredericktown knocks off potosi 47 32 and in our final broadcast game from the day on the girls side south iron down saint genevieve 56 to 37 from the T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse, I'm Glenn Barry. Sending it back to the studio.
0: Glenn, thanks. From there to the second set of four contests and the boys' side of the bracket, first round contest. The top seed Central Rebels beat the 16 seed Arcadia Valley 83-43, and the Rebels never trail in that one. They get 20 points from Caden Casey and Joe Bryant, but it was Braden Berry with a double-double performance, 15 points and 11 rebounds in the game. Zach Boyd added 12 points. He was perfect from. the field 5 of 5 and 2 of 3 from the free throw line Arcadia Valley's leading scorer was Dylan Mueller with 26 points going 11 of 19 from the field that's 58% but after that the next closest 6 points from Nolan Inman who fouled out in the third quarter final score in the first of four boys contests Central beats Arcadia Valley 83-43 Central will move on and play the winner of the 8-9 matchup it's the 9 seed Steelville Cardinals that'll take place on Thursday after Steelville beat Jefferson, the eight seed, the Blue Jays 65-46 In fact, it was a halftime lead for the Blue Jays of 31-27, but Stillville turned it on in the second half outscoring Jefferson in the third quarter 20-7, then again in the fourth, 18-8. Stillville gets 22 points from Owen McPeters to lead the way. For the Jefferson Blue Jays, the only double digit scorer, that was Nate Breeze. He had 23 points going 9-18 of 18 from the field. As a team rebound wise, Jefferson out rebounds Steelville 24-18, but it is the Cardinals moving on and playing central. Jefferson falls to the consolation bracket. They'll play the 16th seed Arcadia Valley. In broadcast game number 7 of our 8 from the Octo header, Hillsborough walloped Crystal City in a 4-13 matchup, 71-29. Hillsborough opened it up with an 8 nothing run and never looked back after that. In fact, rebounding numbers, Hawks out-rebounded the Hornets 29-15 and field goal shooting out shot him, 53% to 44%. Hillsboro gets 19 points from Dominic Sutton, 10 from Greg Robinson, 9 rebounds from Peyton Brown, and 9 points from Preston Brown, while the Crystal City Hornets got 10 from Candon Bolton. Hillsboro moves on in the semifinals. They'll play the winner of our final broadcast, the Potosi Trojans, who dismantled the Herculaneum Black Cats 91-31. Again, just like Hillsborough, Potosi never trailed, and it was Corder Whitley to lead the way with 18 18- points. They get 17 from Gabe Brawley and 10 from Luke Brabham. Potosi moves on. They'll play Hillsborough on Thursday while Crystal City and Herculaneum do battle this afternoon in the consolation bracket.